Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 16th of November and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, let's kick things off with the headline numbers today. We saw the ASX 200 close down 19.4 points, bit of a late rally, around 10 points at the match out, down 0.27% to 7,122.2. We did have a high today of 7,142.3. Actually, that's where it opened. We had a high of 7,142.5 and a low of 7,102.9. So uh, it was a little bit of a down day today, but once again, it was the best of times at the worst of times. And that bifurcation that we are seeing in the market on a continual basis, it does seem daily basis at least, until we get a kick and then we get both big sectors performing in unison. But today it was all about the banks coming off and all about the resources going up. We did see Dalian Iron Futures up to five-week highs in uh, the trade in Asia of uh, December 22, Dalian Iron Ore futures were up 2.4%, and Jan 23 were up 2.4% as well. So that bodes well for our resource sector. Let's start with the good news rather than the bad news. BHP was up 1.2%, Fortescue up 2.3%, Rio doing well up 1.6%, Mineral Resources, which has a leg in both camps, Lithium and Iron Ore, a bit like Bob's Country Bunker with Country and Western, but Mineral Resources up 3.2% today. Also saw some of the biggies in the lithium space recover after that uh, bit of a, a collapse yesterday. Pilbara was up 1.9%. AKE, Alchem, was up 2.4% as well. IGO, of course, is a lithium stock to some extent, up nearly 4% today. Rare Earths also doing well. Linus up 4.1% too. And we also saw the big news, I guess, in the sector or in the base metal sector, was Oz Minerals, which went into a suspension today, a trading halt. Uh, Expected to hear more from BHP. The announcement is concerning a change of control transaction. So you would have to imagine this BHP coming back uh, with an increased bid. I'd imagine they're just talking to them and trying to cross, cross the I's and dot the T's. And we should get uh, $27.50, maybe even $28 out of BHP for Oz Minerals, which will be a pretty full price. But certainly underpinning the sector and the valuations, we even saw Sanfire today pushing higher, uh, although they did come off the top. They're up 6.7% today. So a good day for them. Intertech Pivot, which had a great day yesterday, uh, pivoted a bit lower today, down 1%. But as I said, it was the best of times and the worst of times. In gold miners, it was not such good times today. Northern Star was down 2.6%. Newcrest down 1.9%. Evolution got slapped down 5.6% today. De Grey down 9.2% today. Bit of directors uh, buying there from Andy Beckwith and Glenn Jardine uh, buying a few shares each. Uh, so um, only small amounts, but it shows willing, I guess. Well done, Andy. And we did see energy stocks better today. Woodside up 1.4. Whitehaven in the coal space, obviously enjoying that thawing in relations with China, well, at least a smidge of a thawing. 
Uh, Whitehaven was up 5.8%, and New Hope up 4.1%. But as I say, the market is bifurcating at the moment. One day we have banks up, and the next day we have banks down. Today was the banks down day. We had the big bank basket falling to $182.89. Commonwealth Bank was down 1.8%. National Bank down 0.6%. Westpac down a half a percent, and ANZ down 0.3%. So we did see that big bank basket down 1.2%. We also saw Macquarie under a little bit of pressure, down 0.9%. Insurers falling. 10-year yields falling again, 3.70. They've come off a long, long way. Certainly helped the technology sector, certainly helped some of those bond proxies, but not really helping the insurance sector. We have QBE down 2.9%, IAG down 2.3%, and Medibank Public uh, was down a mere 0.7% today. They did have their AGM where the uh, chairman and the management did apologise profusely for letting everybody's details head into the deep, dark web and uh, throw on extra biscuits and maybe a Tim Tam or two to make up for it. In uh, the fund manager space, I'm still trying to get my head around, I must admit, the perpetual and the and the pendle and the regal and the everything else tie-ups. Um, but Magellan fell 2.22%, three little ducks, 2.22. We had pendle which was a winner today, up 4.5. Platinum Asset Management, loser, 1.3 down. And we had uh, Perpetual, uh, not quite so Perpetual today. Uh, they were down as well. They were down 4.3%. So as Pendle goes up, Perpetual goes down. And it does seem to be the way of things at the moment. In industrials, not a great deal going on. We did see... Um, I guess a little bit of weakness. Telstra was down uh, 1.03%. Uh, and we saw a little bit of weakness in some of the old technology stocks, the old school platforms. We had car sales down 0.6%, Seek down 1.6%, and REA Group down 0.6%. Uh, Reese in plumbing supplies down 2.9%. West Farmers down half a percent. And the biggest faller, uh, well, a couple of the bigger fallers, Domino's, uh, falling like down 2.8%. And Aristocrat, which came out with their numbers today, clearly the market wasn't that impressed. A bit of a miss and also no guidance given, so that's not particularly good news for them. Uh, Aristocrat down 5% today on the back of that. Healthcare also eased. CSL down 0.5. Sonic down 2.5. And Fisher and Paykel down 2.3% today. High, uh, tech stocks a little bit mixed uh, the all tech basket was down uh, 0.6 of a percent. In corporate news, we've had that aristocrat coming up. Lemons down 5%. New Farm did very well today, had a great day, up 8.9% on their results. Katmandu also did well today, up 4.2%. Their results were out very early. And Sizzle added some sizzle today. They were up nearly 15%. Not only did Sizzle add sizzle, but Zip zipped up to 12.1% higher on the back of the Sezzle Sizzle. So all was good in the buy now, pay later sector today. Just looking at Square, the artist formerly known as Block, or rather Block formerly known as Square, up a measly 0.6 of a percent there. In other corporate news, we had Archer Materials up 4.6% as another step forward in commercialization for their biochip. 
And on the economic front today, we had wage growth in the private sector, which grew 4.3% in the September quarter. Overall wage growth picked up to 1% over the quarter to 3.1%. Asian markets losing a bit of momentum today. We did see a little bit of consolidation. Japan up 0.2, Hong Kong down 1.1, China down 0.4. Currently, US futures uh, actually just turning slightly positive. Uh, They have been down. Dow was down around 1% and uh, Nasdaq down around five, but it looks like we're going to be slightly positive now going into the European Open. So uh, a little bit of a comeback there for the US futures market. And in a major, uh, the winners today, let's look through the uh, the top winners today. Winners are Grinners, uh, Arafura Resources having a very good day. Rare Earths generally doing very well today, but Arafura was up 174 percent today. Big, big move for that rare earths company. Terracom also in the coal space. TER doing well up 9.1 percent. New Farm doing very well up 8.9 percent today. NUF. Sandfire Resources uh, looks like some resistance at five bucks, closing at $4.94. SFR up 6.7. Whitehaven WHC up 5.8. Liberty Financial Group, we don't talk about that one very often, and there's a reason why. The volume was pretty pathetic, up uh, 35,000 shares, but that was up 5.7%. Regal Partners uh, did well today, up 5.4%. RPL, the stock code there. And Stanmore Resources, SMR, up 5.3%. As far as the losers go, on the naughty step today, Imugene, which does bobble around, uh, 11.3 million shares traded today, down 9.5% IMU. DeGray got a big smackdown today, down 9.2% for DeGray, DEG. St. Barbara, SBM, down 7.1%. West African Resources, it was all nasty in the gold sector. WAF, down 7.1%. Argosy Minerals, which escaped the wrath of the market yesterday in the lithium depression. We saw Argosy Resources, Argosy Minerals rather, AGY down 6.4%. I am actually interviewing the CEO of Argosy tomorrow for the weekend on the couch podcast. So that'll be quite interesting. Piedmont Lithium uh, falling 5.8%, PLL, and Evolution down 5.6%. And the core lithium bubble continues to burst somewhat. CXO down another 5.4% today. Atlantic Lithium as well eased, A11 down 5.1%. Positive sectors today, well, iron ore, oil and gas, coal, base metals. Uh, It was very much a resource-based kind of um, positive day there. Negative sectors including the banks, insurers, healthcare and telcos, and plumbing supplies with Reese. Big Bank Basket closing at 182.89, 1.2% down. Alltech down 0.6 of a percent for the Alltech index. Uh, gold falling down in Aussie dollar terms to 26.29. The Aussie dollar at 67.35, so that's hurting that Aussie bullion price at the moment. Bitcoin, bit of a rally going on at the moment, closing in on 17,000 again, um, although it is quite volatile and probably another couple of platforms to go bust tonight. Uh, That uh, 10-year yield down at 3.70%. Dow futures, uh, I'll just wait till they come up and update um, you when they do come up on CNBC. But last I looked, Dow was down about one point and NASDAQ futures were down around five, but they look as if they might be turning positive. 
As far as uh, macro things go, the biggest, there's two big events that were on the cards today. Uh, Dow Futures now up 22 points, by the way. Two big events. Uh, one is the missiles into Poland, which Russia has denied. And uh, Biden has says it's not necessarily Russia. And of course, Donald Trump has announced that he will be running for the presidency in 2024 and probably in 2028 as well. Major movers and shakers today. We did see that big jump in rare earths doing well today. 17% for ARU, that's Arafura. And uh, we saw IGO doing well, 4% higher. CLG, one we haven't mentioned or talked about or done very much with recently. Close Loop, never even heard of it. It was up 5.1% today on their AGM presentation. Hazer, HZR, bit of a mover and shaker today, up 6.2%. They signed an MOU with Mitsubishi to develop the graphite market in a joint venture. And Genetic Signatures, GSS, was up 7.1% today, or $0.05 cents to $0.75 cents on the back of their AGM as well. Archer Materials having a better day in the sun today, up to $0.69, cents, 4.55% higher they had an early stage prototype of their biochip system. DeGray falling that 9% on director buying. Uh, UMG, United Mall Group, had a pretty good day yesterday. Not such a good day today. A little, little bit of broker underwhelmness uh, down 4.3% there. Uh, Dacian having a bit of a nasty day today as well, falling 12.5%. It had to happen at some stage, but they did announce potential third-party access to Mount Morgan, uh, their buddy, uh, Genesis Minerals fell 4.6% as well. So a little bit of grief happening in the gold market today. PGH, PGH Woodhouse Pack Group fell 7.2% today after their AGM presentation. So not such good news coming out of Pact. And Syrah, which looked a bit soggy and a bit the worse for wear today. 74 million shares traded, a punter's special. Um, ridiculously, though, the range on Syrah, not Syrah, Sayona, let's get it right, S-Y-A, Sayona Mining. The range today was 23 cents to 24 and a quarter cents, but 74.1 million shares traded today. There you go. Speculative stock of the day, which I put in the three o'clock update for members, remained the same. It was Bass Oil which we did write about a little while ago, courtesy of my mate in Melbourne, Richard Morrow, who put me on to this one. It was up 67.6%. Let's put some perspective around that. It opened at 4.2 cents this morning. That was its lows. It had a high of 9.6 cents and closed at 6.2. It did put out a announcement of a significant gas resource identified in PEL 182, which they own 100% of. They did seem to get their millions confused with billions, as the first report alluded, well, actually stated, that they had billions of equivalent oil gas recoveries, uh, a million barrels in place of condensate oil, it said initially billions. And unfortunately, they then had to correct it to be millions I guess it's an obvious mistake that anyone could make, but certainly took the gloss off that announcement, but still a significant announcement nonetheless. In the news today, in a little more detail, Aristocrat FY22 results out. Earnings jumped 24.7%. Group declaring a 26-cent fully franc dividend. No 
guidance given, that was probably what knocked it a little bit. We did talk about Aristocrat on the call today with David Kosh. So if you're interested, head on over to Ausbiz. You can see the call today with Andrew Wylan and myself talking about Aristocrat. Grain Corp, FY22 revenue and profit more than doubled in a bumper season, which was good news, but not such good news for the share price, which fell uh, 2% today. company declared a $0.54 cent fully frank dividend. That includes a special dividend. Uh, they said they're well positioned for the new financial year. Businesses performing well, strong balance sheet and a pipeline of growth opportunities. Kathmandu, quarter one sales up 61.8%. That's a Fibonacci number, isn't it? Uh, in a reflection of the end of pandemic-related lockdowns and a return to normality, Kathmandu did okay today on the back of that. They were up uh, 4.2%. New Farm, earnings jumped 24%. Really good result from New Farm today. FY22, earnings up 24%. Net underlying profit, more than doubling to 133.2 and a $0.06 cent final unfranked dividend. So pretty good result there. Pilbara has said today that it will start paying dividends in 2023 uh, with a target of 20-30% of free cash flow. BHP back with talks for Oz Minerals. Let's see what they come back with. John's Ling Group, which we did have in the small cap portfolio, continue to put a little bit of uh, positivity to the market. It has acquired three new businesses to funded by their cash reserves, an 80% interest in A1 Estimates, North Shore Strata, and 100% interest in Adpen Strata. Stock was up 1.3% today. Sezzle lifted its revenue for October on a prior year to 11.5 million. It narrowly adjusted EBITDA loss to $200,000 compared to a monthly loss in uh, the recent years of around 8.2 million. So some good news for them. And in economic news, the IMF says Australia remains on a narrow path to a soft economic landing. Thank God for that. And uh, we did see wages growth today in September quarter 2022. The seasonally adjusted wage price index rose 1% for the quarter, 3.1% over the year. Private sector up 1.2% and the public sector rose 0.6%. Looking across at overseas markets, China's home prices fell the most in seven years in October. New prices in 70 cities, excluding state subsidised housing, fell 0.37% last month, which is the 14th straight decline. Home sales also dropped 23% last month. You can see the effects there of the COVID lockdowns continuing. Heading over to the US and Europe, it is all about Poland, it is all about missiles, it is all about Russia denying and Biden saying it wasn't necessarily Poland. But the other big news, of course, is that Donald Trump has announced his run for the 2024 presidency. Whatever you say, whatever you think, about Donald Trump. There is no question the man can perform well on stage. And watching the speech live, you're reminded of those good old days of his presidency. Putting some perspective in it, we have got the the, the latest sports bet odds for you in the newsletter today. Aron DeSantis is currently the favourite, paying $3.10. Mike Pence is paying $3.60. Donald Trump and Joe Biden both paying fives. Bill Gates, if you fancy an outsider, here comes the roughie. Hock the binoculars, $276 he's paying. Beyonce is paying $151. She's probably got more chance than Bill Gates, on, obviously, on those odds. But the interesting one that's missing, and it may be because he's not American, I don't know. But Elon Musk 
not even in the betting there. So that's interesting. Poland has said the Russian-made rocket fell on a village and killed two people. Uh, the Russian Defence Ministry denied its forces had aimed missiles at the target near the border with Ukraine. And um, in horrible news, well, in, in some startling news, the FBI Director Chris Ray has said that he's extremely concerned about TikTok's operation in the US. We do have national security concerns, at least from FBI's end, about TikTok. All those cat videos sending a shudder through the security services. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening.